Thank you, Magda. You know, um, I remember having conversations with Magda about um, how the Roma women that you worked with, um, you had initially, you know, thought that you might be able to uh, impact policy in Poland uh, about Roma women and do some form of activism. And, but then the Roma women spoke with you about wanting to remain anonymous because they were scared of the consequences and so on. So um, that was like early on in your fieldwork. But I still think, I'm, I'm still thinking, you know, every time I hear, you know, your, um, your writing about um, your relationship with the, with the women, I keep thinking of uh, how you feel about, um, you know, you know th that, that, that problem of not being able to um, directly affect the conditions, the living conditions of um, this minority group um, uh, in Poland and, and with the government in place and so on. Like, in the end, like, do you feel that the benefits of the research for your research participants, your collaborators, are on the level of well-being or of, um, of some kind of self-reflexivity, if, sorry, self-reflexivity that's afforded through the, you know, the process with you? Um, is it like a personal relationship because you become the daughter that they've lost or <laughs> one of their children that comes back from time to time, you know, like in their mind that, that also fills this gap affectively? What are your thoughts about that? You know, the, it, it's not, it, it hasn't always been that there has been um, sort of no um, more material benefits generated for the community, right? So uh, this is like two decade relationship I've had with this community. So of course, the, the beginning, like any sort of grants or um, I, I've had, I've always, I, I've always given the money to the participants participants, which was, you know, huge help for them. Um, also, I've done, you know, work on the ground for them in terms of trying to negotiate with the city to get improvements for their homes, like have windows replaced, uh, going to doctor's appointments, advocating in contexts like that. Um, it was just in recent years when the women where I mean they never wanted me to, like they're okay with me writing you know in a scholarly uh, context presenting on conferences writing the book of although the book has to be completely fictionalized in a sense that um, all the everything is anonymous local is even anonymous but but um, in recent years when they've been sort of elderly women left uh, uh, to themselves without their younger family members, they did not feel comfortable um, um, for me to intervene in any public way, right? They might be okay for me to go with them to doctors, appointments, uh, get medications, you know, uh, advocate for them, like if they needed to, to um, there's a subsidy for call, uh, for heating. So I've done this kind of work. I've done ton of paperwork for them, uh, you know, advocating for benefits and etc. But um, not nothing public, right. So um, it, whenever we went uh, to different government offices, I was presented as a family member or so 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 the, there was only actually only on two occasions when my identity as a anthropologist was used when um, we were negotiating um, uh, one participant uh, was was applying um, uh, for for bail for her son uh, so that was a situation where 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 they requested that my identity be revealed so yeah it's really um, it's really tricky, right? But this is the question of, you know, sort of forcing 
our agenda of you know social justice and intervention and activism where sometimes it's just not might be not what the participant feel i mean of course they would like transformation in their situation immediate transformation but they're also afraid of taking action right in any kind of public in any sort of public ways mm -hmm.